Hey, welcome back. My name is Dr. TK. And in today's episode, we will be talking about things to consider when you're hosting an event to make it successful in 2022, specifically lessons learned. Let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back. So my name is Dr. TK and I am super excited to talk about this particular topic. And so if you're new to my channel or my podcast, um, I want to say welcome, super grateful that you're here. But today's episode is pretty huge. It's a huge topic. I know that a lot of individuals in my community, they want to host events. Maybe this is you. You want to host virtual events. You want to host in-person events. You may even want to put on a retreat And I know that in 2022, our world is open. We can go across state lines. We can go across country lines. And we may want to do things fun, like pull a group of people together, whether that it's intimate or whether that is a large group of people. And so today I will be sharing with you three things that I've learned that I've flipped into tips of things you should consider to host a successful event in 2022. So tip number one is yesterday's price is not today's price. And I know that we've been talking about that since 2021, but let me break down what this means. And I'm actually going to give you an actual example. So when I first started hosting events, um, it was 2018, 2019. I was hosting small events in my therapy, private practice, virtual space office at the conference room. I had continuing educational workshops because I'm an APA certified instructor. And during those workshops, I would typically use the space and just pay for extra space in my office. But then sometimes, you know, I got really bold. I started flying to New York, renting out small space to have an intimate CE workshop. Now, the rates of those spaces were anywhere between $40 and $75 an hour. Not too bad. Can bring in my own food. Not a big deal. Easily accessible to public transportation and parking. Then I decided to level up and do a in-person retreat in Los Angeles. A lot of things happened, but nevertheless, it was very successful and we had a great time. I chose to do that at an Airbnb and it was pretty reasonable. The space itself, not including all the things that went into what we paid for, was a little under probably $4,000, okay? And that was to host an event for two days, but of course we had to be in the home for a total of three days. Okay. So not too bad. That was in 2018, 2019. Then the 2020 era hit. So of course there were no events, but I decided at the end of 2020 to host an event in Las Vegas, but I got very creative because I knew that venues would not allow us to have an event. So I had a small event with 11 clinicians invited. Six were able to show up due to restrictions of the pandemic. And I was able to host it at the Aria Hospitality Suite 
in Las Vegas. That's pretty much a king one bedroom suite with a huge living room and a beautiful conference room that oversees one big part of Vegas. And so that was very successful. And then I got the bug, meaning I really loved hosting events, which I knew, but It really came at an understanding that I had to know my numbers. And so after that, I kept having events and then it grew into a huge Therapists Deserve Abundance conference that we hosted at the end of this year, actually in August. And now I want to do more events. However, what I did not realize was that when we started getting quotes for hosting events in 2023, that's when your girl woke up. That's when I realized that yesterday's price is not today's price. On top of that, one of my long-term programs, we had already started enrolling individuals in that program. That program is now closed, the Elite Coaching Mastermind. And we priced the program based on what we now know as yesterday's price. Okay. So (laughs) needless to say, we are on the hunt for venue space. Um, But what we are finding out is that a lot of spaces gave us, we didn't know it, great deals on spaces because of nobody hosting events. We got to the point where we were getting additional room space for free. We were getting discounts galore, but we didn't know that. We just thought we were building relationships. And so I thought that relationships will go far. However, I guess money goes further because a lot of these places we've had multiple events back to back And it doesn't matter how much we contracted for for the last two years, the price has not doubled, but tripled. Yes, you heard me correctly. It has tripled for 2023. So that brings me to tip number two. You got to do your budget. You have to know your numbers. And so what would be included in a budget? So to give you an example, things you want to consider is of course the venue space, but with hotels, you also want to consider what's called F&B plus, plus, plus. So F&B stands for food and beverage minimum before the plus, 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 which are taxes and additional surcharges. Those taxes and additional surcharges can add up to 30%. So for example, if you rent a space, they may say something like the food and beverage minimum based on how many people you said that you wanted to have. So for us, it was a hundred for our conference, for our masterminds, it's up to 20. So up to 20 was ranging from $4,000 up to $7,000 minimum before all the taxes. Also before you calculate your expenses, whether that be to travel for food, for team members, for their room and other expenses to go along with your stay that people do not consider. So if the venue, let's just say was 5,000, you may want to round that up to 6,500. Odds are you may go over the 6,500 and if you don't meet the food and beverage minimum, you actually are still responsible for the difference. So if you only spend pre-tax $4,000 and your contract said 4,500, 
You're responsible for the 500. They will add that on to your final bill. Okay. Other things that go into your budget, as I mentioned, travel. If you have to drive, consider gas, consider food from when you leave your home to when you get to your destination, your entire stay at your destination. Even if like for us, we live in Southern California, we drive down to Los Angeles, but we still have to pay for gas. We still have to pay for food. The day before we're setting up the space. I pay for my team, their room, their food, and so many other things. And so other things to consider in budget are gifts for your guests, decor, setup, balloons, backdrop, centerpieces, lights. The biggest expense that is typically forgotten about is electronics, Wi-Fi per person. So sometimes we think, oh, we have free Wi-Fi in our hotel room. As soon as you step into that conference room, it says conference room Wi-Fi. And if you don't have a password, you actually cannot utilize the Wi-Fi. If you want all participants to have Wi-Fi and you're in a hotel, you actually have to pay the fee per day for each attendee. So let's do some basic calculation. Let's just say the internet fee was $35 a day and you were having a two day event and that equals to $70, not including tax. It doesn't include the extra, extra, extra tax, but just the regular tax. So we're already looking at $70. You have a hundred participants. 70 times a hundred is already $7,000. But you didn't include your team, which includes you, maybe your administrative assistant, and maybe the events coordinator or something like that, okay? So that's $7,000 that you did not consider. And all of this is important because you have to price your events accordingly in addition to making a profit and not breaking even. We didn't even mention you have to pay yourself. So... Those are just a few things in terms of budget that you want to consider for hosting your event. Tip number three, the last one, let's bring it home, is know your audience. Know your audience. And so this is directly tied to the venue location, your budget, time of year. Do you have a payment plan? Are they expected to pay in full? In my community, we teach our clients to build a branding ascension model. And in essence, what that's showing you is your product suite in a tier level, but also how much each tier costs. And ideally, as the tier gets smaller, like a triangle from big to small at the top, less people are potentially at the top of the triangle. So you have to determine, do you want your event to be more boutique style, more intimate where it's only eight people? That may be at the top, which also means that it's a higher price point, maybe. But if you have a 100 person event, you also have to consider the value. What are you actually offering at the event? So for example, in our two-day VIP experiences, what we also call our pop-up masterminds in Las Vegas and in New York that we hosted this year and for the last three years in Las Vegas, those events are right under our mastermind. They're more intimate. It's eight people. It's two days. However, the information that they are learning to take and implement in their business is golden. Meaning if they implement at least one of the sessions that we teach on, 
they will get at minimum 20 times the ROI of what they invested in to get a seat. So what are some examples of high value? Because we have different levels of therapists in our community in terms of what they are working on in their business. So for example, we teach them how to launch a product. We go over the launch phases. And then of course, because it's an intimate setting, they can ask questions. We break them up into smaller groups so they can mastermind, okay? But we also have done this with our larger group of mastermind students. We just have a different structure when we all get in the room. Other things that we teach them is an intro to email marketing, how to nurture your audience. We also talk to them about how to host your first membership launch, um, how to do black Friday sales, how to create your content for a year. And then we also give them an opportunity if they would like to participate in what's called a hot seat. A hot seat is a super hyper focused, intensive, but fun and loving five to 10 minute coaching session where you present one big question that's very specific. And then myself, along with any guest speakers, if I have any at that particular event, plus anybody in the audience can pour into you during that time. So the benefit of that type of masterminding gives that person the capacity to leave the event, not just with one idea or comment or perspective, but with how many people are in the room because they get to write what's called an abundance note. So I hope that by me sharing some of my experiences with hosting events over the last few years and my love and passion for it, along with these three tips, has given you an overview of some things to consider when you are hosting your event. Now, depending on when you are tuning into this episode, it is right now, October 2022. And so If you go to drtk.com, spell out doctor.com forward slash links, we'll put the link in the show notes. We always keep up to date what we have going on. And when I say we, I mean our community and my team. And so we actually are about to drop some epic news about the 2023 live event schedule, location, what the event will be about. But in order to be the first one to take advantage of when those tickets go on sale, you definitely want to put yourself on the notification list. So when you click the link, it's going to say therapists deserve abundance events for 2023. You definitely want to hop on the list. It's free to get on the list. All you need is your name and your email address. And even if you follow me on Instagram, even if you right here on YouTube, even if you're on my text list, you want to get on this notification list because that tells me that you've heard this information. You've heard the value of what we're going to do specifically around what we do at those pop-up masterminds, hint, hint. And we're going to be putting on an event for next year, but the details will be dropped very, very soon. And when I say very, very soon, one of the things that I share with my community all the time is when your girl drops something, you want to be the first one to know. You want to be the first one to secure your spot. One, because your spot is not guaranteed. Once the seats sell out, we will not add any more. And then also we typically have early bird specials. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to subscribe to my channel, to my podcast. I've really enjoyed your time here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. 
Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com.